Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. scared silly podcast everybody i'm your host zach orion this is your one-stop shop for scary stories told by funny people everything from ghost stories to folklore to aliens hauntings it's right here listen i couldn't have started this podcast without one of my really good friends one of the funniest guys i've ever met my co-host i hope he's here every single time the very funny anthony fuentes everybody what's up anthony yes sir what up brother what up to gordito favorito i'm here bro you know i don't speak yeah brother you know i don't speak a i know i know i know we've, we've you should though we've yeah, been through I this i got a puerto rican stepdad i've known him since i was eight years old i still don't i got goya that's about it man. that's it goya. but you know what with that alone i give you your puerto rican card You're i good. got goya and chupacabra that's what i got there i know go. goya and chupacabra <laughs> and i even roll the r there chupacabra <laughs> you did you did you snapped Dude, are you excited? You are you excited for this I'm podcast? I'm so hyped, bro. I'm very hyped. Bro. Thank you for having me here, bro. Man, I'm, I'm so, excited about I'm this. I'm so excited. For everybody that this might be your first time listening to this podcast, I don't know what you watch when you turn on TV, but every time I turn that TV on, Anthony, I'm going to true crime. I'm going to aliens. I'm going to Bigfoot hunting in the woods. I'm going to serial killer, Ted Bundy, yes. you name it. I'm not watching. I'm a stand-up comedian, man. I'm not watching sitcoms i'm not watching stand-up comedy i love scary shit man and here's the thing i have scoured the podcast world for so for for true crime or or a scary podcast that that will present itself in a in a in a natural stream of conscious funny meaner funny demeanor you know what i mean just in a funny yeah. way in a conversational way and i can't find anything so i was like you know what i'm gonna start one on my own i can do that I got a computer. <laughs> I got internet. I got friends. I'm going to start one on my own. And here, you, I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to tell you the story of how this podcast got started. But first, we, we've got a lovely guest that I want to bring in because I want her to hear this story too. This next guest, I've, I've had the pleasure of, of working with her. She, she runs her own podcast. She's got a great podcast. It's a top 100 po comedy podcast about sex, dating, relationships, and, and everything in between. It's called Menage Pod. I've been... I've been a guest on there a few times. She's a huge fan of, of true crime and tacos. And she's a magnet for all damaged souls, humans and dogs. And here's the thing. She credits her emotional intelligence to years of therapy and loves to dole out unsolicited advice to anyone who will listen. So I was like, who better to start our podcast off than this beautiful, lovely lady, Jenna Grish. Give it up for Jenna Grish. Anthony. Yeah, welcome, Jenna. How you doing? Hello, I love that. It's like I wrote it myself. You did. <laughs> LOL. You sent I know. it to me. You know my vocab. You know the I southern know. boy doesn't have that well of a vocab. Jenna, so when you I had me at tacos, he said tacos. I was I was intrigued. I, I know, right? <laughs> tacos are delicious. Jenna, have you ever been on a scary, scary story podcast or a haunted no. podcast? True crime. No, I can't say that I have, but I am a huge true crime junkie. I listen to, I have like a heavy rotation of podcasts, and I think there's maybe like seven of them that I listen to. 
What's your favorite uh, true crime? Well, do you podcast? want me to rattle them off? I don't know if I want to take your audience away. I don't but... give a shit. What's your favorite? Just give me their, your favorite one. My favorite one is called Red Handed. Wrong answer. It's called Scared Silly with oh. Zach O'Ryan. Zach That's what it's Thank called. Thank you. <laughs> so considering this is okay, you're right. Ask, <laughs> ask me in two weeks when there are a couple episodes under the belt, and I'll. Uh, Unbelievable, you know. unbelievable, Anthony. Our first guest here has already thrown right, us under the bus. You had me at tacos. You lost me at whatever you just said. I don't even want to repeat it. I'm broken hearted. Listen, listen, listen. I want to. I want to tell you guys because this podcast is going to be all about you know telling our scary stories. You know whether it's current stuff that's going on in the media or the things that we were raised with. But all I know is I'm from the South, right? So down south, the way you interact with people, when anytime you're around a group of people, number one, the one thing you wanted to make them do was was laugh, right? And the second thing you wanted to do was tell them about your scary story. And when I moved up north, I realized that is it's way more popular where I'm from in the small town of Beaufort, South Carolina to interact with people in a social setting about your scary stories. Like it wasn't this weird thing to just be in a group of people out at 5 p.m. and everyone's telling their ghost story that happened from their childhood or this one time that they saw, you know, this Bigfoot in the woods or the one time that they experienced a night hag when they were trying to sleep. And then when I moved up north, I, I realized that that really wasn't like a part of standard conversation, it didn't get brought oh, up yeah. in dialogue. And I was wondering, is I was like, is this because I'm from a small town like that's in the middle of the the woods and all this other stuff. And we don't ha really have like too much media down there or, a, or a big city and other things to worry about. So I really wanted to start a podcast where I'm bringing in people from all different walks of life. And we're all talking about like the scary stories from our childhood, the things that we were raised with from our own demographic. Like I'm from Beaufort, South Carolina. Anthony is from New York. Jenna, where are you from? I'm from Maryland. Maryland. Okay. Yeah. Crab cakes. Oh, Crab cakes. Yes. And a lot of battlefields. And Not a lot of battlefields. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So here, here's how this podcast, here's how I knew I was supposed to start this. I got the idea about starting a scary story podcast. And that day I, I was just, I'm just having a day. Right. And my mom called me that morning and, and things are going on. She calls me again at like lunch Things are still going on. And then finally around like 5 p.m., I get around to having the time to call my mom back. So I call her. You know, we're chatting how normal people do with their mom. Hey, how's it going? Are you still not going to jail? Stuff like that. <laughs> I love that that's a normal conversation you yeah. have with your mom. Oh, oh, I got to so tell different. you. I got to tell you. <laughs> she she like, asks you're not me. Pregnant? Yeah. You're not pregnant. Yeah. That's what you get. I get you. Yeah. You're, you're, you're a free man, right? You're, you're a free man. <laughs> Are you calling me for bail money? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right. So I call her back and I'm and I know what my intention is. Like I want to talk to her for a little bit, but then I want to tell her that I want to start this scary storytelling podcast because I know she'll be into it because my mother is a, a, an encyclopedia of ghost stories and scary stories. I mean, this woman can't go into a house without being like, I feel a I feel a spirit here for sure. I'm not using the restroom on the second floor because of <laughs> the light flickers. Like she is like that type of person. So I call her, we're just having this conversation. And I remember like she called me twice that day and I'm like, yeah, what'd you, what'd you call me for? Like, let's start with that. She's like, baby, I just can't, I just can't remember. I'm trying to think, I just can't remember. And I'm like, well, let me tell you what I called you 
for what I wanted to talk about. So I wanted to do this thing. And then she goes, Oh shit. I remember why I called you. I'm like, okay, why, why'd you call me? She goes, I was talking to my girlfriends yesterday and we just got to talking about scary stories. And I thought, you know, what would be fun? A scary story podcast told by funny people. And who better than my, my son, who's a stand-up comedian? I go, you're kidding me that that's why you called me today, was to tell me I should start a scary storytelling podcast. She's like, no, that's exactly why I called you. I go, mom, that's why I called you. It was to tell you that I'm literally starting a scary storytelling podcast. And then it went on this whole rail of like how our brain waves are intertwined, and that's because of all this little sci-fi voodoo and shit like that. And I was like, I'm supposed to be starting this podcast. So boom, Scared Silly with Zach O'Ryan began. And then that day, I call Anthony. And I tell him the idea. I'm like, here's the idea. I'm going to start this scary storytelling podcast. Next thing I know, me and Anthony are an hour and a half, two hours deep into just talking about everything. The paranormal, hauntings, the Cecil Hotel, the the Conjuring. And I'm like, bro, you're my co-host. For sure. Please be my co-host. He said yes. Scared silly with Zach O'Ryan, co-host Anthony Fuentes was born. Is that insane? It's, it's like a creepy way to start a creepy storytelling podcast. But like in that moment, I just knew like that's what, I, that's what I'm supposed to be doing. Yep. I love it. It, it was meant to be, bro. It, it was, was meant, meant to be. be. What, what? Especially that your mom was going to call you and tell you the same story. I mean, come on. That's crazy, that's crazy, right? That's insane. That's, that's crazy. crazy. It's even crazier because my mom never calls me anymore. You know what I mean? Like she's not a big. <laughs> she doesn't like just always be calling me. Like, hey, how's it going? She only calls me when she wants me to make some things to either make her scared or laugh. But anyways, <laughs> when, mom sounds a little intuitive. She is. I think your mom's got a little like juju in her. You know? Maybe. She like, maybe. She is. Yeah. My mom. All right. So we're from Beaufort, South Carolina. This is this is the story that my mom likes to tell all the time. So my my mom, back before I was born, she goes, uh, her and her cousin, they go to my aunt's house. And they're hanging out. They're having a party. My aunt's moving out of this house. So they're over there. My mom goes upstairs to use the restroom on the second floor. And it's one of those bathrooms where you've got two entrances. You've got an entrance from the hallway and then there's an entrance on the opposite side of the bathroom that goes into a bedroom. You can see that door from the toilet. So my mom walks into the room, shuts the door, and she goes, she sits on the toilet, she's using the bathroom and she can see the other door, the lights on in the bedroom and the kids are in there playing. She can hear the kids in there playing up on the second floor. She uses the bathroom, leaves, walks downstairs grab a drink or whatever and it gets to the point where they're they're ready to leave and my mom goes okay well, let's get out of here and there and she sees that my aunt's about to turn and shut the door and she's like well wait 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 are you leaving the kids here by themselves and she's like what are you talking about am i leaving the kids here by themselves she's like no there's the kids that are upstairs in the room and she's like there's no kids that are upstairs in the room she's like there are kids upstairs in the room are you kidding me like yes they are and she's like laughing she's like are you drunk like, your kids are here. Why, why are you so stupid? You're, you're, you're leaving your kids here. She's like, Tammy, what? There's no kids here. So my mom just, like, pushes past her, and she's, like, laughing. Like, my, my, my sister's this drunk. You know what I mean? Like, she's, she's so dumb. Let me go get these kids. So she walks upstairs and goes through the hallway into the 
bathroom and she sees right there, like the lights are on. She hears the kids in there playing. She opens the door and when she opens the door, the lights are not on. There ain't no kids in there. No. And my mom goes, it, she goes, I feel this rush come through my body that I've never, never before felt. And she like walks downstairs and then, the, you know, those three like talk about it and they're all, they're all freaked out right now. Like they can see it on my mom's face, like how terrified she is. This is real, right? Yeah. So they leave. They leave that day. A year goes by. About a year that goes by. My mom is at, my dad used to own a restaurant called El Matador in Toledo, Ohio. She's in the restaurant. People get to talking about stories about the old house and things like that. And my mom, it triggers in my mom's memory. And she goes, holy shit. I've, I, I just, I have a story to tell you. And I forgot, I haven't even talked about this for a year. I, I've never told anybody. I've never discussed it. And then my, my dad and everybody that's with him is like, tell us a story. So she tells a story and they're like, you're full of shit. No way, none of this happened. I'm like, I, I swear to God this happened. Wait till my cousin gets here because she's on the way to the little party, whatever gathering they had. Wait till she gets here. We'll talk to her. I won't say a word. You ask her what happened the day that we were at my sister's house. And they're like, all right, whatever, whatever. So she comes, the cousin comes there and, and she walks up to my mom and my mom's like, I think it was Tondra. She's like, Tondra, tell them what happened the day about a year ago when we were at my sister's and she was closing up the house and it was about the kids upstairs in the room through the bathroom and her cousin starts crying. My mom's like, what? And she goes, Tammy, I just told that story in the car on the way here. And I haven't told that story or talked wow. about it in a year since we left. That oh, house. That's my crazy. mom starts crying. Like her sister starts crying. And obviously the guys are like, yeah, whatever you're playing. But like my mom, to this day, she tells that story and she gets like goosebumps. She's like, I, I don't know why, but we left that house and didn't speak a word of it. And my mom, if you know my mom, if you are around my mom for at least 30 minutes, she's about to tell you some ghost stories. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? So for her not to tell that story and then for her and her cousins to tell the story on the exact same time when they're coming together at the restaurant, they were like, this is insane. Is that crazy? That's crazy. First of all, I'd have left my sisters at the house. I'd have walked out. I've been gone. Fuck right. my sisters. I'm out of here. Oh, and listen, I I'll ask my mom to adopt somebody. I'll make new sisters. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gone. I, there's kid. I don't even want my kids, let alone some ghost kids running up in my house. Shit, I'm I'm gone, bro. I'm out of there. To me, I'm, the I'm scary, in the driveway. To me, the scariest thing in movies is when like the, they they shoot they pick the little kids to scare you. Like I hate. Yeah. That. Oh, a kid singing in a scary movie is the most terrifying thing you've ever heard in your life. I swear to God. Kids singing. Yeah, I think I'm lying. Nightmare on Elm Street. The fucking kids jumping on the rope. Uh, to that's it's, oh. it still creeps me the fuck out, man. You're kids right. shouldn't be singing scary movies. Well, it's yeah. because they say a lot of times kids aren't really kids, right? They manifest as. Kids to like, like if it's a bad spirit, they manifest as kids to bring you in because you feel like a false sense of security when it's a little kid. And then it could just be like a really bad presence. I think I know way too much about this mm, stuff. We have mm, That's pretty dope. I didn't know that. That's so good. you're yeah. telling me. I want you yeah. to send me that in an email. So the next time, uh, you know, yeah. someone that I'm dating or my wife or girlfriend wants me to get them pregnant, I can just be like, no, this is why. I can't yeah, have kids because they're not even kids. They're a manifestation of a fucking yeah. demon. I'm kicking my kids out of the house today. I'm like, you guys got to go. Y'all got the devil in you. You got All the right? devil in you. Diana said that y'all got manifest evil. Kids, I knew there was something kids. wrong with you. 
Not huh? real kids, spirit oh. kids. Okay. Well, well, let me tell you something. I'm glad you told me that because next time I see a little ghost kid, I'm gonna knock him the hell out. I ain't playing around. I'm like, bitch, I know you got something wrong with you. Jenna said you manifest evil. Yeah, I'm gone. Yeah. It's crazy, sense. but that, that's the most thing that scares people's kids, man. I swear, if you want to start a scary movie in every trailer, you hear like a kid singing in the background or like those uh, kid songs you hear and stuff yeah. like that. That's mm-hmm. the shit that freaks me out. I love it. Oh, all right. So a little interjection here, just a little ad placement. Everybody, this is the Scared Silly. This is the first episode of Scared Silly with Zach O'Ryan. We're giving you the first three episodes for free. After that, every other episode is going to be free everywhere that you listen to podcasts, Apple Music, uh, Spotify, what have you. And then if you head over to our Patreon page for $9 a month, you'll be able to access every single episode. We're dropping episodes every single Wednesday. And for $14 a month, you'll be able to watch the full video of our podcast as well. And we've got some cool things coming right now. We're trying to uh, save up a little bit of money to get, you know, a couple new cameras and things like that, because eventually we want to start doing live shows and uh, going to like some of these scary places, new really cool things. Me and Anthony are going to try to get like a camera crew and go make some extra content for you. But we're We're going to go find some ghosts. We're going to be the faces of scary comedy. That's what our goal is called. Vice. Get him on the phone. Zach Owen Anthony. You've heard of opening Anthony? Scoot over. This is Zach Owen Anthony. Yeah. We're going to go find ghosts. That's what we're going to. We're going to find them. And when they're kids, we're going to know that Jenna was right because they manifest an evil. We're going to put them on blast. We're going to show you these ghosts. There's so many ghost stories out there. I mean, you hear it and a lot of them freak you out because you believe it because everybody has a ghost story and it's impossible for everybody to have a ghost story. You know, some people see aliens, some don't, but everybody has a ghost story, something that's happened to them, someone they know that happened to them. I, I remember you were telling me, Zach, about what was it? What was this? The down south? What do you call the it? The night hag. The night hag. I looked at that picture, bro. She looked evil as hell. So a night hag is people up north have sleep paralysis. That's what they call it. Down south, we have to, for some reason, we, we're not satisfied with just like, that's ah, sleep paralysis. We got to like, something's got to be there. You know what I mean? So we call it the night yeah. hag. And the night hag is basically a witch that leaves her physical body at night and comes and sits right on your chest and just chills there and hangs out. And you wake up and you see her. You look at each other eye to eye and you're like, hey, how's it going? She's like, hey, how's it going? You're like, can't fucking breathe. Everything's tight. Yeah. You're like, you weigh 1,000 pounds. And she's like, I don't care. I'm going to stay here for about 10 minutes. Also, I might choke you. Is that okay? Yeah. And you're like, no, please I'm like, don't. my sex life. Sorry. And she's like, I'm done. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's it's like the night hag is like rough sex without the orgasm. I don't want it. That's just well, you're beating me that. up, lady. Get out but of here. She sits, so she sits on your chest. And I've seen chest. the picture. I Googled that you told me about this. It's terrifying. Uh, Google night hag. She, ugly. she looked like a girl I used to date. She looked like a girl I used to date. Oh, my goodness. And now, I'm, you know, she was the night hag. Now I'm stuck with the old nag. Well, so there you go. In, each one of the, in each one of these episodes, we're going to dive deep into some, like I said, some folklore some alien, some haunting, some ghost story, what have you. I'm going to pass it over to Anthony because in today's episode, I'm going to talk about the Cecil Hotel. Ooh, the Cecil Hotel, man. That shit was crazy. You watched the documentary. You watch it, Jenna? Um, I haven't, but one of the 8,000 podcasts I listened to told me about it, so I didn't have to. It's a disturbing place. Let me tell you, it's like you, you hear all the stories they were talking about and I mean, it got built in 1924. There were so many murders there. The serial killers that stayed there. What was the uh, Austrian one? Killer Jack Westinger, was it? 
Oh Damn. yeah, the Killer Jack. Well, he was a he was a reporter. Yeah. Well, he was a murderer first of all. No, like, he was a murderer. Yeah, that's what he murdered. And his he murdered someone in Aus- in Austria in his hometown. So he yeah. went to jail. And for some reason, like he only went to jail for like ten years in Austria. Yeah. Like apparently, like murder in Austria is like a DUI in America. Yeah. It's like not how many that- did you kill? Three. Yeah. Okay, ten. You ten gotta years. get like three, three murders before they like yeah. put you away for good. Five for life. Three, you get ten. In Austria, we, we, three murders and they take away your driver's license. It's yeah, insane. that's you get suspended. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> it's crazy. House this, arrest after four. This dude got out of jail after like ten years after murder, and was like, "Well, I'm just gonna do the thing that feels natural and move to America." Moves to America and just and becomes a listen to this, becomes a reporter. Of the paranormal. You're kidding me. Yeah. He becomes a reporter of the paranormal. He goes to LA. By the way, the Cecil Hotel is right in the heart of what's that place? Skid Row. You've yeah, Skid, Skid Row. Row. The hood. Just, ghetto. Just the mo the the place of poverty in the yeah. in, in this country. Like so poverty riddled and and, and crime ridden. That the government, they don't even like go in there to try to like save this place or do anything. It's the Wild West up in there. They literally corridor mm-hmm. it off as if like they're quarantining that. Like, to get in and out, there are like checkpoints yeah. and people that are like lost in life, they just walk into Skid Row and never come out. And that is where yep. the Cecil Hotel is right there on Skid Row. And the problem is all these people, they come from other countries and stuff and they go to LA and they're like, they see the movies and Hollywood and the glitz and glamor. And they're like, okay, but I need a cheap place to stay because LA is like mad expensive and it's mad bougie. And the salad was $25. (laughs) So they go, okay, the Cecil hotel's got room for seven bucks. I'll go there. And then they go to the Cecil hotel and then it's full of horse shit. People getting killed. People haven't, I I read a story in, in nine, in 20 years to the day that that, Cecil Hotel opened, a lady gave birth in her room mm-hmm. and then opened the window mm-hmm. and Tom Brady threw that motherfucker right up out of it, right on the skid yeah. She threw her kid oh, out wow. of yeah. the window. 20, day, 20 years either, right? to the date. Who knows? She just probably um, walked into yeah. Skid Row and they couldn't find her. Because those people on Skid Row, it, it really is just like they don't have identification, ID anymore. They don't live yeah. this normal life where like things are exchanged monetarily. They're like, I'll I'll fuck you for a sandwich. Like that's the kind of shit going on in Skid Row. Mm-hmm. So it's crazy up in there. And then talk about the documentary, Anthony. But about uh, it was Lam- funny. I mean, the the Elisa Lamb, the girl who disappeared. Yeah, you know, they said she was acting strange. I thought she was just high as hell. I was like, damn, she on some shit. She was doing all those creepy moves and touching the elevator. I was, I was like, she's smoking that yeesh, boy. She on that fire. Yeah. But they said that she started freaking out in there. But it, here's the thing. Like you said, people, I mean, people go from all over the world to stay there. But I mean, after Killer Jack lived there and all those murders happened because of him, then Richard Ramirez, the other serial killer, stay there. Oh, the night At stalker. what point do you say, hmm, you know what? Cecil Hotel, maybe we should close it down. Yeah. I don't think it's a good idea. I mean, you got two serial killers. Not one, but two serial killers that live there. Like, at what point do you say, you know what? Maybe it's a good idea to close this hotel down. Dude, I don't and think Richard it's a good idea. Ramirez, he would go out and he, so he murdered like 34, yeah. 35 people. And they were all like random. He was super hard to yeah. catch because he didn't care. He, oh, guy, no. girl, baby. 
It's like, what are you doing? Eating ice cream? Come over here. That's it. You're done. That's it. Last mint chocolate chip ice cream cone you ever had in your life. You got killed by Richard Ramirez. And he'd kill them. Now you're dead. He'd kill them and he'd come back to the Cecil Hotel and he'd go, he'd be walking through the corridor, bloody pants, bloody shirt, no shoes, no socks, blood on his face. Fucking yeah, and no one said nothing. And no one said nothing because nope. they were like, "This is Skid Row. We see this. Yeah. This yeah. is the, these why are the things it, we see." Why is it even open? It's not like they're making money. I can't. Well, it's not, it's not open no more. They finally closed it down. Well, oh, they, did. they closed it but down, it took, but they're making renovations right now. So yeah, what they yeah. did was, and this was in the documentary. Here's what they did. So people would look on this. Is, so the Google. Cecil Hotel was obviously out before like Yelp came out. You know what I mean? Yeah. So really? then Yelp came out and everyone's like, oh yeah, like I don't how do you give a zero star? Cause this place is trash. And they just zero starred yeah. this place up and down the wall. So then they couldn't get people in, right? So then what they did was they partitioned the building. So it mm-hmm. was the Cecil Hotel, but then on Caddy Corner from it, they made a whole new entrance called the Stay on Main. And they yep. painted it orange and the new corridor, they painted it orange. And they put a new logo online so it looked like a whole different hotel. But yeah. guess what they shared? The same elevator. The same elevator, yeah. And here's mm-hmm. the craziest thing about the Elisa Lamb story. So here's what happened with Elisa Lamb. So she came, she's a BC student, British Columbia. She came, yeah. she came from Canada and she was a big content creator, right? So she was like glitz in the glory of LA. Same shit happened. She wanted to experience LA. And all this other stuff. And she had a nice little following online. So she comes. It was like Tumblr or something, right? Yeah, Yeah, Tumblr. Just the blog. blog. So she comes to the Cecil Hotel and she stays. And she's there for, you know, a little. She's there for a little bit of time. But she's blogging the whole time. Everybody, everything seems fine. Then she just disappears. She disappears. So they're like, what's going on? So the cops come there and they're like, hey, we need to know, you know, what's up with this chick. And they're like, oh, she's crazy, bro. Like we... Her roommates were talking about how nuts she is. So we had to move her to her own room. And like, you got to be doing some goofy shit if the Cecil Hotel comes up to you and like has to move you to a different room. You know what I mean? So they move her to a different room. They check the room. They can't find nothing. They're like, well, we got to scour. We can't, she's nowhere to be found. We got to scour these elevator videos. You know what I mean? So they look at the elevator footage for days and days and days. They got 14 cops looking for this elevator footage. They're looking yeah. for it. They finally find the elevator footage and it's crazy creepy. Have you ever seen it, Jenna? I yeah. have. It's yeah. crazy creepy. Yeah. It looks she's like, like walking she, all weird. Yeah. She's like talking to somebody that you can't. Hiding really, in the corner and shit. Yeah. You can't really see who she's talking yeah. to. It's all crazy. And she's like waiting for the elevator to move. It's not going up and down. None of this stuff. Then she gets off, disappears. Right. So then they're like, okay, well, Let's find the elevator footage of when she leaves. You know what I mean? Because she's got to come down the elevator. They can't find it. So then they're like, yo, no. after like 14 days of looking for her, like out in the streets of LA and stuff, like she never left this hotel. So now they're scouring the hotel, looking everywhere. Can't find nothing. Go on the roof. Can't find nothing. They leave. Can't find nothing. It's a missing persons case. Well, a couple weeks go by. People start complaining to the front desk. They're like, hey, man, like we got really low water pressure. Water's kind of dark, yeah. no, brown, well, gray. It would, it's the, yeah, the craziest part, was, it was a couple that stayed there yeah. from England or somewhere in Europe. Yeah. And they stayed there. And they're drinking which drink, the water. They saw the water. Well, here's the funny part. They said when they turned down the water, the water pressure was low. Then they said the water came out brown. Yeah. 
Then you said they drank the water. Now, here's my problem. At what point do you think that it's safe to drink brown water? I don't know. Yeah. I've never seen, like, you saw the water, you know it's low. You're like, hmm. I don't know. It's it, brown. it was LA. Maybe they might have thought it was like kombucha or some it was shit. You know what I mean? water or something, bro? They're like, damn, yeah. LA's got kombucha yeah, coming out of this sink. This is crazy. Yeah. It's kombucha. It's like they hair said it in there. They're like, is this, the, is this like the little the hair that's in the kombucha? Yeah. No. I'll tell you what the hair was. So then they, they call the maintenance guy and they're like, hey, man, like, your water's brown and it's not coming out you need to go like check some shit so he goes up the top floor uses the key because the maintenance only people that got the key to the top floor goes up there walks all the way up the the water little the little water um what do they got what do they call the little water tanks they got like three water Water tanks in there walks up the water tank the lids open looks in sure as shit elisa lamb right in there in the water tank He said she was staring at him while she was staring just at him, looking dead. up. So now this is what's crazy to me, dude. Here's what's crazy to me. The cops went to the roof, dude. Yeah. Like, how bad of an investigator are you? So that like that you can't find yeah. they, there's no way they went on the water tank because if they went up on the water tank, they would know that the tank's open. Here's something else that's crazy. Yeah. Your water tank is open, bro. So now, not only is a body in there, but rainwater, uh, dirt, rats. Yeah. Like, is there no locking mechanism on this? Is there no, like, signal? Because to, to get onto the roof, you got to go through the door, and to open that door would send an alarm to the front desk. But Elisa mm-hmm. Lamb went through this little window on the corridor of that top Fire floor. Escape. So, like, why, dude? You know what I mean? Like... She clearly didn't commit suicide in, in like a normal mind state because in a normal mind state, you're going to kill yourself. You're going to just jump off the building, right? You're not, you don't want to drown to death, right? Yeah. So clearly, and if you look at the elevator footage, she was going cuckoo, bro. She's going crazy. Yeah. And they find out, here's the, here's the thing. They find out she wasn't taking her prescription. That's wasn't taking her meds so whatever like chemical imbalance occurs because of that that's what ends up happening yeah i think but that's yeah sorry i actually think that she was murdered i know like yeah you do yeah see i i kind of think too let's go give us your give us your synopsis here okay so a couple things from my understanding there was the lid was closed do you know for sure that it wasn't? So here's no, no. what they said. They said it, it was open, yeah. but then the cop that reported it to the news reported it closed. Reported it as closed on accident. So then they never uh, went back and looked at it again. Yeah. And the police report said it too. It said when they got there, they went to open the lid. But what kind of and crazy they found mistake? That's a wild, stupid mistake. I, I agree with you, Jenna. I agree with you. Because I agree I don't with think you. She's drowned. Like you, you can't drown. I mean, it's not deep enough for her to drown in something like that. You could float, right? Yeah. I think um, maybe maybe she couldn't get out and she starved, but I think she was already dead before she got in there. And like, yeah. and I think that the uh, elevator footage was doctored a little bit because there's like a piece where, like you said, you can't see who, you can only see her. And there's like, you don't know if she's talking to somebody. I think 
it's someone either maybe from the hotel or, I mean, who knows, right? Because there's a lot of, not to sound like my mom, but there's a lot of like riffraff in that hotel. So you don't know. Riffraff up in there, yeah. There's <laughs> a lot of naughty things going in. Riffraff riff yeah. riff riff could literally actually be in there. The riffraff. No. So I, I think that there's I think it was a murder. I'm convinced. Because medication or not, I mean, I don't know. I can't imagine you'd climb into she was a little girl too. So for her to like open up that giant water tank would have taken a lot of strength for her. Yeah. yeah. Climb in and then what's she gonna do? Just take a swim and never get out? That That's what I'm saying. Well, yeah. not only that, you're right, because when you see her in the elevator. She kind of looks incoherent. Yeah. You know what I mean? You mean you're telling me she incoherently walked up that ladder all the way, climbed up that ladder to the roof and threw herself in there? It to me, it doesn't make it. It's too hard to do in her frame of mind. The way she was acting, moving her hands that way. And and I I get what the doctor's saying. She might have been going through a psychotic episode, but I don't see how you could do all that. I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm crazy myself, but. Yeah. I mean, I agree. I think someone might have took it because then they try to use an excuse to cover everything. Oh, well, her clothes were off when they found her. Yeah. So they okay. said, oh, well, maybe she took her clothes off to be lighter. I've been in swimming pools and I'm fat. So I go swimming with a shirt on because I ain't trying to traumatize no kids. I ain't taking my shirt off to be lighter in the pool. I'm light. I'm in the pool. You know what I'm saying? You wouldn't just I'm take it off just like for your own, just to maybe feel a little lighter. If I want to fuck up a kid's head, yeah. But if I'm just in the pool, and like, who's to, looking gonna a, make you lighter? You in the pool? Who's gonna look I mean, in a water tank and be like, "I just want to make sure I'm a little lighter when I get in there." Yeah, you know I mean? let me take my clothes off. What if she maybe thought? Maybe she help. thought it was the. Maybe she just thought it was the pool. Maybe she saw the. Well, not the only that, the Cecil Hotel, and she was like, "This might be the pool." Well, this place sucks. I think is what is she synchronized swimmer that she could take her clothes off in the water while floating? It does. Just, none of it makes sense. And it's no. taking everything like it don't make sense, bro. It don't add up. And then they started trying to come up. Then the worst part is the people on social media because they try to come up with all these uh, freaking stories that they're trying to do. And they're trying to make up all this shit and talk about, oh, um, you know, uh, I saw a guy that stayed there, some rock and roll guy that lived there. Oh, yeah. Uh, who was yeah, a yeah. Mexican rocker. They playing the poor Mexican dude who was a rock and roller, man. He has shit to do with that. See how they try, they to, try to put it on the Hispanic guy? Always. No, right always away. Right away. The only Spanish dude in there, there was like, he did it. It was him. They, he wanted rock and roll. they, they wanted to bring whole ass North America down. They were like, it's a Canadian girl in America, yeah. had to be a Mexican guy. You know yeah, what I mean? They, they put bring the whole North ass continent down, bro. This is a continental affair all of a sudden. Yeah. They saw one. They were like, you know what? Just find the last Mexican guy that stayed here. He probably had yeah. something to do with it. <laughs> what was his name? They looked did him he up like and he was and goth. Roll? And they were like, absolutely, that guy did yeah, it. For absolutely sure. did it. He he's got a mohawk? For sure. They killed. Yeah. They were like, what, what do you think his like, motive damn. was? They were like, he's got a mohawk. I don't know. Motive? Mohawk? Yeah, he likes rock and roll. What are we, in 1960s and 70s? Because he likes rock. He wants to kill people. It was crazy. They tried to. They were trying to come up with all types of conspiracies. Anything that could think that was creepy. They're oh, well, she died on a Monday. Her great 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 grandma was born on a Monday. Hmm. You know, like, come uh-huh. on, bro, you're reaching, man. I think, and then the thing is, they were trying to, I feel bad for the manager because all those murders happened under her watch, man. Yeah. Like, you know, you will never get another job 
as a manager again after you lost his job with the Cecil Hotel. As soon as they look at that resume, oh, you the bitch that worked at the Cecil Hotel? Nah, we good, man. You can tell, too, because we'll when they we'll try call to... call you. We'll be in touch. Yeah, because when they try to interview her, they're like, so what are you doing these days? And she was like, yeah. are you, who, what am I doing these days? I'm hoping you guys stop talking about my previous employment. That's what I'm doing yeah. these days. I ain't doing I'm shit. I'm hoping y'all got a job for me after this or something. <laughs> it's just crazy. But, um... There was one guy who followed the, the story closely and he was saying like he noticed stuff on social media that he would peep. But he noticed that, too, with the cut where you were talking about, Jenna, about the, the editing of the video. And he would show it. He's like, look at the numbers. They don't add up. So that could be, too. You know, I think maybe, yeah. you know, there's, some, you know, cops don't want to look bad or maybe the staff doesn't want to look bad, yeah. you know, because they already look bad enough as it is. I mean, all those murders that's happened there have been in the Cecil Tower. And then my thing is, too, it was laughing because um, she said, when she said, she said, when I found out they found the body, I called my mom. I said, mom, be ready. I might be ready for what? What, the killer's going after her next? Like, what are you, what are you getting she ready did. for? Why are you calling your mom? She goes, before I parents. called the cops, I called my mom. Oh, my I mom. Like, before yeah, I called the cops, I called school. my mom. Yeah. Mom. Hey, mom, I'm going to call the cops. And not only that, too, why would the parents, if the parents knew she had, bi she was bipolar and she had all these medications for depression, why would you let your daughter leave the country yeah not the state the country to stay in a whole nother country away from you knowing she's got all these issues with her without yeah. sending somebody to go with her you know what i mean i, I think mean that's it was all, that's always like that's always like hindsight's 2020 type thing because you also yeah. do gotta like trust and let people be like adults Adult. you know what i mean yeah. yeah the whole situation's just crazy you ever had you ever had a scary moment in a hotel like Me? a haunt? yeah yeah I have. Ooh, tell us about Can it. Can I just say something really quickly? I think, have you guys ever heard of that? Um, it's a theory. You're making me sound like such a dwarf, but like the theory called Occam's Razor. No. Heard of this? No. So basically what it is, is it's like a term that basically means like if like the answer is easiest answer. Sometimes it is just what it is. Um, so like people, especially on things like this, like on the internet, they're constantly like trying to come up with theories and make it like, like you were saying, Anthony, like, you know, everyone came up with all these conspiracy theories. I sometimes think it just is what it is. If she was having a psychotic break, she maybe, and this water tower was on the roof, she probably would have jumped off the roof, right? Like, why are you going to go up That's to take true. a swim? You're going to just go up and just- That's a lot of work. Up, right? It's a lot of work. That's what I'm saying. Um, I'm, I'm fat. Did that kill myself? I ain't doing all that work. I'm just going to just jump, man. I yeah. Mean, come on, That's man. That's what I'm Leave saying. Especially if you're like having a psychotic break, it's not like you're getting oh, yeah. creative. You know what I mean? You're just like, it's like a means to an end. So I think the answer is just the easiest answer, which is maybe I think she might've been murdered, unfortunately. Occam's uh, razor. Yeah. Occam's razor, yeah. Occam's razor, that's another way to kill yourself. Yeah. <laughs> true, this is but true. But a razor, go figure, um, yeah. But yeah, so I had, um, I had <laughs> gone to um, Honduras for a, friend's wedding a long time ago and I was in a hotel uh there with my then fiance um and it was the weirdest thing I was like in the middle of the night and I purposely didn't turn the light on to go to the bathroom because I was like I don't want to wake him in a small hotel room and I go in I close the door I go to the bathroom in the dark so my eyes have adjusted by then it's not like I'm seeing things and then the next thing you know I go and I open the door and um, there's a man, there's like this short, little, sweet, chubby, older man in his like fuzzy bathroom robe and his slippers. And he 
because I was half asleep and I wasn't expecting to see him there, I go, oh, excuse me. And I like squeezed by him like you do like in a bar line to go to the bathroom. And this is in your and, a room? In my hotel room. Yeah. And he goes, wow. what? he goes, just nodded. Yeah. He just nodded like, no worries. And I was like, excuse me. And I just walked by and I, and I laid back in bed and the minute my butt hit the bed, I was like, what the fuck? And I flipped the light on and my ex-husband was like, what's going on? What's happening? And I was like, I think I just saw a ghost. I saw him. We were there for four days. I saw him three out of the four days. What the and fuck? You didn't report, you didn't report this or talk to the people at the hotel or anything? I didn't. And, um, I remember trying to do research on the hotel and like nothing came up, like nothing weird, no sightings, you know, usually <laughs> looking weird, chubby guy. Yeah, but it was the same yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> little weird jumping guy. Um, and he was like an older gentleman. He was like a grandpa. He was so That's cute. Crazy. I didn't feel threatened or I didn't, I wasn't afraid, obviously. <laughs> he was so, like, you're a cute little ghost. How are you doing, little ghost? I was. Little ghost. I was like, cute. hey, grandpa. Hey, grandpa. Um, he was really sweet. <laughs> and he didn't say anything. And it, But it was the same thing every night. So like, you know, if you're a believer in ghosts, it's sort of like an imprint is what they call it, right? So it's like you're just sort of this moment is imprinted in time that happens over and over the same time in the same way every time. Um, because it, it was wow. literally the same thing. And I was like, Am I is this ground is this a ghost groundhog day? I don't know what's happening. So hold on. Um, so those other <laughs> now, times did you see that a- you saw him? Hold on one second. We're probably gonna ask the same question. So those other times that you saw him, yeah. did you also just fucking shimmy by him? <laughs> no, the third time I flipped the light on in the bathroom and then he was gone. Poof. He just he, disappeared. But the second time I looked at him and I go, oh, you again? I, like, I wasn't even. Oh, didn't you even, again. <laughs> he talking to go. Oh, you? How you doing? Can I get the soap, please? Let me wash my hands real quick. <laughs> thing is, is in my family, we're so used to this. That's kind right. Of stuff. She said, oh, you again. Yeah, we're so used to this kind of stuff. We're all, well, except for my mom because she's a little religious. But my sister, my sister's a ghostwriter for um, celebrities. And one of the people um, who she helped write her book was Teresa Caputo, The Long Island Medium. So, um, and she's like now a friend of the family, whatever. She's great. Uh, But so like, she's made us all believers. I was a believer before, but like watching her work is pretty intense. So like, and I know so much about it that it doesn't scare me. Um, so you were, you were cool with it. I was totally fine with it. I mean, I've had some really, really scary experiences that I'm not okay with, but, but that wasn't one of them. Like you sort of get a feeling of like, does this entity like, is there any malice behind what they're doing? Are they like, yeah, yeah. Is it energy? Right. Like it's not a little kid running around. Um, is it a child? Is it yeah, a child? Exactly. Yeah. Is it a little exactly. kid? Then I got to worry. Yes, it's a chubby right. guy. That's chubby guy means problem. it's all right. Yeah. All I'm just going to wake up in the morning. Twinkies are going to be missing out of the cupboard. That's I all I got to worry about with, with chubby ghosts. I love scary stuff. I love hauntings, the paranormal. I love it, but I love it from the safety of my living room. When I'm yes. watching it through a television, yeah. if I wake up, yes and walk past a f- short fat guy in a robe who's not supposed to be there, I will shit down the left side of my leg. Are you nuts? I would be freaked the fuck out. Well, you you never know. It could be me one day, Zach, or I'll be there. You <laughs> just sitting there this staring is, at you. Like, is... God damn it. Now I got the real thing. <laughs> yeah, it's just Anthony. He's like, bro, we're at this hotel. We're doing a, a ghost story at this hotel. And I'm like, oh shit, bro, you got to stop. I thought you got your own room. This is how I know <laughs> This is how I know I'm, I'm, I'm scared shitless. 
because I'm watching I'm watching a movie. One day I was watching this scary movie with my girl, and the it's you, you know the movie uh, the Bone Collector, yeah, where yes. it's like the guy collecting all the girls and he's putting them down in the in the dungeon. Mm-hmm. And the part comes where the girl gets out and she's running through the woods, right? And the guy's chasing her. Yeah. I'm I'm 6'5", right? 230 pounds. And the guy that's chasing her is like an older... He's not like... He, he, he shouldn't... Right? Like, I, I, you wouldn't think... But what I said was, that motherfucker would never catch me. And my girl looked at me and goes, why would you be running? Like, why, why would you be running? Like, that is an old man. What are you nuts? Why are you running? Why wouldn't you turn around and fight that guy? I was like, because here's the thing. If you got the nuts to capture me and put me into a dungeon or in some cell or anything, you probably got the nuts to kill me for sure. And I'm not like yeah. trying to be here, sit here and be like the tough guy in the dungeon. where I'm like, well, I'm going to get us all out of here. I'm about to be like, I'm fucking gone, dude. Like, good luck. But I got yeah. out of this wooden door on my own, so I would just hope everybody else can too. <laughs> Hell yeah, I'm running. <laughs> See, I ain't got to worry about that. I, I ain't got to worry about that. Ain't no one trying to kidnap my fat ass. That's a lot of work. That is a lot of work. I don't know. To take me. I don't know. A lot of these I scary would just movies. stand there and look like, what are you doing? I don't know. A lot of these scary movies, they drive <laughs> pickup trucks. So they might be able to throw you in the back. Of That's that true. Bitch, you know, I definitely fit in the back of one of them. But I got a, I got a question for you, Jenna. So you yeah. said you saw this chubby guy, right? It's probably yeah. my cousin. I don't know. But now, was he the where'd you say you were when this happened? What were we're, on, we're in Honduras. 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 Okay. Yeah. Was he Spanish? Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. Now, did yeah. he come at did he come the same time at every hour, every time, the same time every day? Gosh, or was honestly, this different I times? Know. I don't know. I didn't look. Um, but I mean it was every time I got up to go to the bathroom. So maybe it was. Wow. It just the it just my brain yeah. just woke up. But yeah, yeah that's happened. crazy. So he's, you just go to Honduras and this Honduran Ghosts? Ghosts, yeah. I guess so. And I always wondered that. Like, was, how come there's not Australian ghosts like in Chicago? Yeah. Like, how come every time I see a ghost, yeah. he's not just like, Sosh, throw the ghost chimp on the Bobby. That's my Australian. <laughs> yeah. Hello, Mike. Like, how I'm come a ghost, always, Mike. That's why, like, the one thing is, like, how come we don't ever see, like, ghosts that speak a different language? Like Steve Irwin or some shit, yeah, right? Yeah, you know what I mean? That would be dope. <laughs> but that's probably <laughs> why. Yeah. Yeah, like, but now, so you saw him every time you used the bathroom, though? Not every time, but I would see him once a night. Yeah. But, but you happen to be going to the bathroom. Yes. So he was the bathroom. The ladder of a child. That's yeah. that's his thing. He knows when you're gonna pee, and he's yeah. Maybe he's like, he's like Santa Claus. He knows when you are sleeping. He knows when you're awake. This guy knows that's when you're gonna king. pee. Yeah. He just knows. He's like, oh, it's it's coming. I'm gonna just stand here and look at it. Anthony, <laughs> what about Anthony? You're like, can you yeah. hand me the toilet paper, please? Yeah. Not Anthony, what about you? You ever you ever had a scary event happen in a hotel? Man, I've had a few of them, bro. Tell, tell us your best. Too. Tell us your best hotel scary story, and then we're gonna wrap it well, up with Jenna's. With Jenna's I got I got story. one. It's not a hotel story, but I spent the night at a place. Okay. Well, and I had the worst. So this was in New York. Um, I had a buddy, a friend of mine. Her name's Millie. She's a close friend of mine. Uh, we're gonna crash at her crib because this is when I was young. We would go out and hang out, and uh, this is in Brooklyn over there on Flatbush. So. We're staying there at her crib, and her mom's talking to me during the day before we were going to go out. It was probably like about four in the afternoon. We're just talking. She showed me pictures. Family. She's like, oh, um, I have a thing. She's like, she's telling me these stories, all these ghost stories she knows about, all these things that's happened to her. Uh, One of the instances, uh, example, she mentioned that her daughter, she heard her screaming one time, and she's like, help, mom, help. And when she walks, she's like, what's happened? What happened? She's like, nothing. And then two days later, Someone tried to rob her daughter and she could hear the daughter screaming out the window, help mom, help. And it's like, I'm like, wow, that's crazy. You know, like she can see this. 
So she's asking me, um, she's asking me questions. Then all of a sudden she goes, do you have like an old member in your family that passed away? And I'm like, yeah, I know a lot of old people that died. And I'm thinking like, oh, God, here we go. You know, That's she's big. just making shit up, you know. <laughs> of course, who doesn't have an old person that yeah. died? Yeah. You know? <laughs> I mean, everybody's old that dies. I'm like, yes, okay. But she's like, yeah, she's like, oh, you know, I see, I just saw an old man staring at you with a gray suit and a hat, like a fedora, gray hat almost. I'm like, cool. Does he got money? Can he give me some? Because I'm broke. Like, you know, I just kept it to myself. I'm like, whatever. So we, <laughs> we go out that night, me and her, her daughter, my friend, we go hanging out. We have a few drinks. It's a whole crew of us, you know, a whole uh, uh, group of us. Go out for some drinks. We hang out in the city. We come back to her crib, right? I crashed in the other room that night because they had three bedrooms. So I crashed in the other room. I got up that night to use the bathroom. As I go to use the restroom, I come out of the bathroom, everything's dark. And I saw a dude staring at me. I swear, I couldn't see his face, but I saw a body of an old man with a gray suit and a gray hat. And I bugged the fuck out. I screamed like the biggest bitch there was. And I didn't give a shit. I was like, ah! I was like, yo! Millie! And she came running. I'm like, yo, yo. She turned off the light and I didn't see it. And she's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I was like, nothing. Good. I'm good. And she's like, why the hell did you scream like a girl? I was like, I was going to get raped. And she's like, but what? I don't know. I thought I saw something. I leave me alone. So I went to bed that day and I slept like a kid again with the blankets over you. You know, like for some reason we think like morons that the blanket's going to protect us. Like the ghost, oh, he's got a blanket. No, I ain't going to fuck with him. I can't see him, you know? But yo, so a few days later, I tell my father this. Cause I didn't want to tell them because I didn't want to give her the benefit of the doubt that she was right. I can't give her that. You know what I mean? Because then she's going to be like, ooh, I got another story to tell. There was this fat bastard that stayed in my house and screamed like a girl. I ain't giving her the benefit of that. So I go talk to my dad. I says, dad, yo, I, I tell him what happened. I saw the guy in the gray and he's like, and he's like, oh my God. I'm like, what? He's like, my father, your grandfather, who passed right before he was born, was buried in a gray suit with a gray fedora hat. And I said, get the hell out of here. Yeah. And that was the very last time that I was friends with Millie. I stopped. Being, I was like, no, bitch, you know, too much crazy Damn. shit. Your mama crazy. She That's you made Millie yeah, pay. It for was that? bugged out to this day. Oh, yeah, because I was like, your mama crazy. She she the devil. She know people. And I'm scared. And, and I believed it. I, I never like I still hear stories and believe because my mother was religious. You know what I'm saying? And I told Zacko this a long time. What made me really believe in ghosts was because my brother-in-law is a pastor and we was talking. He's a laid back dude. We're having a conversation. And he told, I asked him, so you believe in ghosts? He's like, yeah. And I said, okay, why do you believe in ghosts? And he's like, because even the Bible says that ghosts exist. I'm like, get out. He said, yeah. You ever heard of a Nephilim? And I was like, a Neph who? Nephew? He's like, no, Nephilim. He's like, it's these uh, angels that came down from heaven and mated with women who were humans and made Demon babies, basically, you know what I'm saying? Because they wasn't holy nor bad. Yeah, enough from look it up. And they found in the world, there's pictures of uh, fossils of people who have very scary mutations, long heads. And they said those are Nephilims. They've even found giant human bodies. Look it up. It's online. And you see them, uh, you know, big guys, Nephilims. So supposedly when the Nephilims die, since they can't go to heaven and they can't go to hell, they stay here in limbo. So that's why I'm like, yo. And when I seen him, I felt it. I just felt like, a, like you know what I'm saying? I felt, I ain't gonna lie, I screamed like a girl. It bugged me out. Damn. That was crazy. That's insane. Wow. Yeah. Great story about Nephilims. Yeah. We're, gonna yeah, have, yeah. we're gonna have to do an episode on Nephilims. Um, we got to do an episode on Nephilims. We're gonna do a story on and Nephilims. And chubby ghosts. And fat chubby ghosts. 
But yeah, fat gonna, chubby ghost. We're gonna turn. The, we're gonna turn. Yo, gonna, you know what would have been messed up if, if the guy, real quick, it would have been messed up if it really was a guy who just could sneak into her bathroom at night and he would just pretend to be a ghost because he was like, oh shit, she caught me. Yeah, and then she would turn on the light. He would take, take off running. He's behind the curtain. She no catch me. All right, <laughs> we're gonna turn. We've been here for about fifty minutes. We're gonna turn this thing over to Jenna. Jenna, I know you've got a a finale of a ghost story to give us, right? I do. I, you know, I had other ones in mind, but your story, Anthony, reminded me of, um, it's a feel-good one. So I'm going to do, I feel like I close, should Close the one. episode with a feel-good ghost story. I like it. Oh, I'll give you a feel- You're not going to make me cry, are you? No, no. No. Okay. Um, but it's about a family member. So my, I call them, my parents are, Italian. Uh, my mom's Italian. So um, we'd call my grandparents Nana and Popsy. And my Popsy, he was the best. He and I were very, very, very close. Um, but he died when I was like 10. I was young. Um, and um, they, I, so at 16, I like had sex, right? <laughs> Little yeah. whore. It's fine. Um, and teen mom. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> uh, and one time, the one time, I think it was like, whatever, I lost my virginity to this guy, Nick, by the way, he's an asshole. So whatever. Um, fuck you, Nick. Just yeah, so you know, Nick. fuck you, Nick. <laughs> years later. Um, anyway, so he, <laughs> he um, and I had sex once, it was fine. The second time, the condom broke. And at 16, Oof. I was like freaking out. I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know what to do. I was really worried. And one night I'm sleeping and it's like two o'clock in the morning, three o'clock in the morning. And my mother, be a little crazy, comes storming in the room, flips on my light and she goes, are you having sex? And I said, what? What do you mean? Am I having sex? Of course not. I'm an angel. And she was like, yeah, no, let me tell you about this. Um, and apparently she, and she very rarely dreams of her father, my popsy. Um, so it was, a it, she hadn't had dreams about him for years. And then this dream was, um, they're on the phone, I guess in her dream, she called, he called her and said, you know, um, Hey, Jenna's really sick. She's been throwing up all day. I'm not feeling well. Uh, what do you think I should do? And my mom's like, she'll be fine. She probably just has an upset tummy, stomach. Give her some ginger ale and crackers. And then she hangs up the phone. And then a couple minutes later, the phone rings again. And he goes, no, I think you have to come over. I think she's pregnant. And oh. I freaked out when she tells me this story because I had just had sex with a broken condom. And I was like, oh my God, am I pregnant? Um, turns out I wasn't. Thank God. Um, but what it did was it opened up a conversation between my mom and I to, to say like, hey, yes, I am having sex. And yes, I should be on birth control or whatever. But <laughs> I would have never had that conversation had my popsy had not said like, hey, my daughter, you need to look out for our gra- for your daughter, our granddaughter, because she's having sex and it's un- and she just have a scare. How crazy is that? What the fuck? Yeah, wow, that is. Isn't that that crazy? is really cool. That is really so, cool. It's a yeah. weird way to have did, did you deny it the whole time? And the bees. I know. Well, also kind of yeah. weird that they're watching us having sex. That was where my brain went with that. The ghost? Yeah. Oh, do you think ghosts are watching that's us a, have I sex? I was thinking the yeah. same thing. No, but that's why that's what I was thinking too. I didn't I didn't want to say it, but you said it for me because yeah. I was like, can Pop Pop see it happening? <laughs> was he, he watching? Not- you know? Yeah. yeah. 
Man. <laughs> She's like, you don't want to see what I was doing, Papa. Yeah. But I now, like, I so I don't know great. if I'm good enough. I don't know if I'm good enough for them to be like, yeah, I'll watch this whole thing. I'll watch this whole thing. Yeah. I'll be like, Ugh, this is, I'd rather watch scrambled porn. I've seen better a scrambled great porn job, on channel kiddo. double zero. I mean, I'm sure they have two minutes to spare, Zacho. Oh, my goodness. Leg, honey. Three minimum. You know oh, okay, I mean? okay. Three minimum. It was Nick. What do you expect? It was Nick. <laughs> I know, Nick was never was. more than a three-minute banger, okay? Let's put Nick on the blast. Yeah. What we should do is send the night hag to Nick's house so she send. can sit on his chest. Yeah. Right? A yeah. big-ass night hag up to a him. big old, one of this those, like, big, big old... thousand-pound... You know what I mean? Wyoming yeah. steak and yeah. potato yeah. night hags. You know what I mean? Hunts for rabbits and eats them at night type, mm-hmm. you know? Just, just sit on her chest. Sitting there because, <laughs> say, like... say, hi, Nick. Not even sitting there because she wants to sit there. Sitting there because, like, she's got to. You know what I mean? Like she wants yeah. to stand on him, but and like, she could say evil things uh, to Nick. Like you know heavy. what? You know why this is happening, Nick? Yeah. It's like yeah. that's a scary breath. She's yeah. like, oh, just this is how I know. This is my normal breath. I'm on <laughs> my big mouth. And it, yeah, she's like, I'm gonna I'm gonna sit here for three minutes, yeah. okay? Because that's how long you normally last. Uh, she's like, it's like, are you still here? Minutes. It's twenty minutes. I thought you were here for ten. She's like, for ten minutes, I've been yeah. trying to stand up. But trust me, I don't want to be yeah. here anymore than you don't want yeah. me to be here, Nick. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well. That was episode one. Thank you so much, Jenna Grish. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to episode one of Scared Silly with Zach O'Ryan. We're trying to figure this whole thing out. We've got episodes coming, like I said, every single Wednesday. Myself, Zach O'Ryan, stand-up comedian, my co-host, Anthony Fuentes, and our our lovely, lovely guest for episode one. Jenna Grish, check her out. Check her podcast out for, for sex advice, love advice, just hilarious. Her and her co-host, TJ Saposi, are just so funny, so funny to listen to. Check them out on Menage Pod. You can find them on the cool people list on the podcast list in the top 100 in the comedy section. All right, we're out of here. See you later, episode one. See you next time. Peace. Peace. Thanks, guys.